Hey guys, Adil here. Welcome to episode 2 of The Open Slate. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you all are doing fine. Hope you had a great week. In today's episode, we're going to be talking actually not we. I'm going to be talking about esports and YouTube and how it's been emerging but people haven't been realizing or giving it enough credit. So, let's get into today's episode. So YouTube and gaming have come a long way, believe it or not, people are getting paid to sit and press buttons on a joystick and people are also getting paid to do dumb sh** and post videos online. So it's become a serious source of income for people because people have now become full-time YouTubers or uh, gamers. That's pretty cool when you think about it because back in the day we played video games, our parents would be like stop wasting your time, go do something productive. But people whose kids are into competitive gaming right now, they see them do anything else, they'll say go start playing video games. How cool is that to hear, especially from your parents? Okay, let me get back on track with YouTube. We're going to talk about gaming later, like I said. But YouTube was just a platform where people used to upload funny videos and covers for songs and all those sort of things. But now it's become an entertainment platform by itself where people put funny videos some are very very pointless like mr beast spinning a fidget spinner for 24 hours i just the other day i saw a video that said miniminta travel to every uh, english premier league stadium in 24 hours i don't know if he completed that or not but he literally went throughout england and went to all these stadiums and did some you know juggles and took pictures outside every stadium and I realized that that is how our current generation are entertained. We just watch people do dumb stuff and we get entertained. But that's something the older generation would not agree with. They already have a hatred for phones and knowing that we find our source of entertainment from phones going to make them hate that more. But it is what it is. So the moral of that story is the TV is getting obsolete. YouTube is taking over the older generation to not like the concept of YouTubers until they want a tutorial on how to do something. Then who do they turn to? Yep, YouTubers. And that is funny. That cracks me up. But the best part about YouTube is it's free and it benefits all parties because, you know, YouTubers make money off of us watching videos and I don't think there's a problem with that because we literally get to watch for free. All we have to do is watch that 10 or 15 second ad before the video or somewhere in between the video and they make money and I don't think you can argue with that because there are other streaming sites that charge money for subscription per month but you can subscribe to a YouTuber for free and he makes money, you are entertained, it's a win-win for everybody. And in the midst of all this, there are a lot of people who say, Bro, I'm not gonna let them make money off me. Like, dumbass, you're the same guy who pays for Netflix, Amazon Prime and Hotstar and you're complaining about a video service that you get to watch for free. 
But it's pretty cool how all these YouTubers and influencers have this huge brand, fan following and people consider them to be celebrities and there are all these brands and companies that are willing to offer them sponsorships. And it's pretty unbelievable how these guys started off making videos just for the heck of it, just for fun because they were bored and they made it into a career and a lot of them made so much money that they can just retire and be set for the rest of their life. It's crazy how YouTubers nowadays come out with content in the form of episodes and series and give it a more, you know, TV series type of feel. And another cool thing is seeing a guy like Ricegum end up in the Super Bowl commercial because I feel like that bridged the gap between YouTubers and other celebrities. Like once something like that happened, then YouTubers were automatically you know considered celebrities and that was something pretty cool knowing that a guy like him who made normal videos and music just ended up becoming a celebrity and took all other famous youtubers along with him and it certainly has its disadvantage because of things like cancel culture people don't get to express what they actually feel like because they're scared of how the internet would take it and they take it in the wrong way and the internet is a very very harsh place because I feel like sometimes they take things overboard and they make things a very big issue even though it's nothing too deep. Another thing is you know they get mobbed when they go outside and they don't have the freedom they used to when they were smaller on YouTube and it's like now it's become more of a duty to not let their fans down before it was just make good content and let their fans enjoy but now they have this whole thing of not upsetting their fans and not getting cancelled. So once these YouTubers are forced to change their behavior for to please the public and their fans, then it's like most of them don't feel like doing it anymore because of how, you know, they started out doing this because they enjoyed doing it. Now it's become more like a duty and they don't enjoy doing it as much. And that is why we see a lot of these YouTubers like stop uploading and switch up from YouTube to do something else. Like they all switch up from their original content to probably stream or something where they can do it whenever they want. And they don't have this pressure of doing it and they can do it when they feel nice. And a lot of YouTubers having mental health issues is also a thing because of the pressure that they undergo just to please their fans. And I feel like that is where things go overboard and they realize yeah I did not sign up for this I just want to make people happy and I feel that shows why sometimes you know fame and money isn't as important as it seems like and people don't think about you know their mental health and well-being so that is why a lot of people get into drug use like I've seen a lot of my favorite youtubers you know get into this stage or phase where they just completely into drugs and they just stop forget uploading they just become these different people and that is how we realize that it's gotten to their head and it affects them and i feel that is something what a lot of people don't realize when they wonder why their favorite youtuber or streamer is not uploading a lot That is about it for YouTube. Now moving on to esports and gaming, guys. For those of y'all who don't know, esports is basically gaming just turned into a sport. That's pretty much it. And it's pretty crazy because as of 2020, the esports 
industry is worth over a billion dollars and yep that is crazy so there are guys who are professional gamers <laughs> that sounded like a dream 10 years back but whatever but there are guys like i said who are professional gamers and they get into contracts with teams and these teams these teams represent an organization and they enter tournaments for you know a reward like a cash prize for the winner and it's basically like any other sports tournament it's nothing abnormal it's pretty much it there are obviously some rules and regulations that these tournaments have but it's pretty much considered a sport now and the major leagues or gaming leagues are i think the csgo counter strike league is called the esl pro league and there's another league called the fifa e world cup that's pretty uh, self explanatory and then there is a call of duty league and there are many other leagues like this you guys can look it up if you want but it's pretty crazy seeing how gaming has come this far and for those of you all who say how would you watch another guy sit and play games bro you literally if you watch any sport it's literally the same thing you watch other people kick a ball hit a ball with a bat throw a ball into a hoop taking a stick with a little blunt end and hitting it into a hole those are all sports so i think that is pretty much the defense for why gaming should be considered a sport it makes a lot of sense because essentially when you're watching other sports you are watching people do things that you can't do and gamers pretty much feel the same way when they are watching esports and guys i'm not joking for all those who don't game esports is not just some guys who are really good at pressing buttons on a controller or on a keyboard they literally formulate strategies to come up with a win and they have tactics and game plans and these players get paid very well also they get paid somewhere between 1000 to 5000 dollars a month just to represent a team and that is excluding the prize money they win from tournaments which can range anywhere between $10,000 to $100,000 some go to half a million that's how serious competitive gaming has gotten it's really cool seeing how far the gaming community has come and just as a kid i always used to play video games and i used to always think about what if gaming actually was considered a sport guess it's just happened and the older generation are not really happy about it of course gaming as a competitive sport has its cons because it's just very very straining to the eyes people it obviously affects people's posture it's not good for their posture it's not good to just sit in one place because people i know people practice hours like 10 hours a day just sitting and gaming just to become better as much as it's considered every gamer's dream to sit and play for 10 hours a day without being interrupted and getting paid for it it isn't really that healthy it's obviously the most unhealthy sport and that is why people don't consider it a sport because you're just just sitting in one place not with without any physical activity you're just sitting and pressing buttons so people are like na cancel it it's not a sport fam but yeah yet another but i'm sorry but a lot of celebrities and athletes actually endorse gaming they are into gaming the game as a pastime when you know during the off season or whenever they're down with injuries or even celebrities during their free time 
they game a lot and if you guys know marshmallow you'd know that he had a collaboration he teamed up with ninja playing the game fortnite for those of you all who don't know who ninja is ninja is probably the biggest or most well known player in the fortnite community so looking at things like that it's pretty cool and another thing that happened was lebron james recently hopped on nba 2k20 he is currently in orlando they have the nba quarantine he along with his other teammates got on the game and the servers apparently crashed that's how heavy it was cuz a lot of people found out and they just want to watch that lebron james play the game and other players like nfl player juju smith schuster i think he is an investor in face clan or he's an ambassador for face clan who are one of the biggest esports teams in the world they have a lot of titles won a lot of tournaments in all types of games counter strike call of duty so these guys these guys are kind of the founding fathers or the forefathers sorry of the esport community because they were just a bunch of friends who were on call of duty and they used to recruit really good players and after a point of time it became an organization it was still a pretty small organization then these guys got into youtube and they started funding money to make you know an esports team and now that is probably one of the most successful and well known esports teams in the world and face clan i'm pretty sure just had a collab with manchester city one of the biggest football clubs in the world and they came out with merchandise which says face clan x manchester city that pretty cool cuz that's how gaming has influenced you know the football world if you guys know offset he is a pretty famous rapper i'm pretty sure all of you all know who offset is if you don't know him he's cardi b's husband i'm pretty sure you all know who cardi b is so that man invested a ton of money into face clan and he said it was always a dream of his since he was a child he loved gaming and he loved that he was able to invest into face clan and another thing with face clan is it started out as a gaming community like a gaming group or a team but it eventually the main founders of faceland got into youtube and that is how today's two topics of discussions are related i hope you all enjoyed i actually had fun talking about it cuz i'm into gaming and even into the whole youtube thing because i watched a lot of youtube this quarantine or during this lockdown and that is going to be it for today's episode and i'm going to see you all next week and hope you all are staying safe and until next time